So, you know, that's what I always say. Like, there's the character. And then there's the character before the character. So it's multiple <laughs> layers you're playing on there. Don't you know that the music should be solemn? This is Theo Rossi. This is Theory. 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 Did you ever race, Rossi, when you were little and wanted to be a, a motorcycle racer like me? Did you no, ever we, we used to do, um, I had an 80. That was my first like uh, motorcycle, like a little 80. Two-stroke, like, like a little dirt bike. Yeah, little like a little dirt, dirt bike. bike. Yeah. Two-stroke. So we used to yeah, take it into the woods and like we- That's uh, fun. But then I used to use the little Tamiya cars. Like, did, you ever, did we use Sure. That? We did Strombecker up in Canada. We had Strombecker. We would race those suckers- all, All day long I in my it. basement because it's fucking cold in Canada. Eight All months a year. What's with the name? Oh, yeah. So today, a um, couple of days before we, we, we go live on air or we tape this before we show it on, on, on Wednesday, it's Sunday today. Yeah. It's uh, World Theater Day. And Carrie at, at Kim Coates crew, my girl Carrie, who knows more about what every day means than I'll ever know. Mm-hmm. It's World Theater Day. So I played a guy, Rooster Johnny Byron, in Jerusalem, the last play I did three years ago. And as everybody knows, my whole career started on stage. And thank God it didn't end on stage because yeah. I should have died do- doing that guy. I mean, it was something else. And, and I'll never forget it. And so today I'm, I'm Rooster Byron, baby. This is your homage to Rooster Byron. Yeah. And you'll probably go back. I mean, to him. You know, we were going to, Rossi, we were actually going to do it again last year. But the, the, the pandemic came and that's, that stopped it for everybody all over the world. So here's I think theaters. I think theater is going to come back incredibly after this, especially, so. you know, I think theater is going to make uh, that live experience. Big comeback. Everybody's out and about. Yeah. Like I, concerts I'm- and theater and concerts and music. Right. Come yeah, on. I want to do some local theater in Austin at one point. I'll come. The theater scene. Yeah, me, maybe me and you. I'll give you together. notes. Why don't we do it together? <laughs> you can't afford me. We'll do a six-week run. <laughs> That's what I did with Jerusalem, man. I would fucking love that. Do of wow. Mice and Men. Remember how you... Oh, my God. Lenny. <laughs> yeah, man. And George. Lenny and George. Lenny and George. Almost the right age for that now, too. Actually, we could pull that That would that be off. fun. That'd Do you fun. remember when you and me, we were in New York City, and the sun stuff's going on and we had the, the you know, the, that big couple of days that they'd fly us all. And Maggie, mm-hmm. Maggie was doing a Mag was on stage. She was doing a Shakespeare, Kiss Broadway. Me Kate. It was off Broadway, actually. Off but Broadway, yeah. Yeah, it was a beautiful little theater. The Duke, where Brenna starred in The Wolves. Yeah. That's a great theater. You were there, Charlie, me. We packed yeah. them in. Maggie was all nervous. We've seen a few. We saw Katie on stage. We did. I think that's the. We might have saw someone else over the years. I mean, I'm not. I'm saying while while we were in no, Suns from mode. the Suns thing. I'm sure we did. We'd have to think about it. There but. had to be other people. Anyway, there. World World Theater Day, baby, for you and me, Rooster Byron. Yeah, Rooster and Byron. I'm in a new location. I'm in the same hotel. This is my. This will be my last airing <laughs> from this hotel because I'm at the end. Hey, baby. Three months. Theory pod. Theory. Reproduce. Just a chance. You got a week to go, son. Yeah. So it took three months for me to figure out that this is better lighting. Well done. Um, And it all started because this has been, it's really funny here in LA. So when I got here, it was, and you you weren't here yet in Los Angeles, but um, LA was in you know, rough shape, lockdown, rough. rough shape, rough shape. This is three months ago now, which is in, in it must seem like a year ago in hey, today's rough. world. It's like 72 years ago. <laughs> um, the whole world has changed in three months, but what people would do in this hotel is it's the shining during the week. There's no one here. I could, you know, ride the, the big wheel throughout like red, the kid, red rum, red, 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 red rum. rum. I could red rum through these hallways. But on the weekends, it gets going. It turns into Mardi Gras. Oh, no. And that's what was going on through the pandemic. And I was fortunate that it 
evaded me except for the fact that I'm on the top floor. So the pool is above me. And I knew on the weekend I was going to have to crank the classical music or the lo-fi because it was, it's going to get heavy duty because I don't leave. Thumping and thumping. Pumping and thumping. Today and the whole entire weekend, because it is a Sunday, like you just said, next door. Uh-oh. Was they would get, it was going down. Was it going down? Middle of the day, morning? Nothing going like down. morning. It was going day. down music-wise. It was going down head-bumping-wise. It wow. was going down in every way. So I moved to a new <laughs> section <laughs> because I said this morning when we were going to do this, I said, I, there's no way. There's no, not just the fact that, you know, I don't even know they had like Shaggy playing or something. <laughs> I was like, whatever music was on. I said, it's... <laughs> It's on. Oh God, I love um, it. But now I uh, I moved, and I got to tell you, I wish I would have known about this a couple of months ago because it's, it's. I still wouldn't have figured it out. So you're still ahead of the curve, Ross. It's obviously a better location. Yeah, you're too. This little is and what we're talking about. Who's ever listening with their eardrums? This is a visual conversation we're having. Correct. So you can go on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe and hit like. You know. All Correct. That stuff. Um, but here we are. So I'm at the end. You and I are trying to get our microphones right. People are still complaining. I think, you know, like if people can only see this. On, see, there it is right there. They want you to wear it like it's a whistle. The same one that like you a have. referee whistle. They want you to wear yeah, it. Yeah, they want me to wear it around my neck. Someone was bitching about my pillows. So I moved my fucking pillows. Yeah, I moved oh, it. Over. It's so funny because, you know, it's the show is still so new. Jesus and Christ. So I always look for what people are saying. Tough gig. Can I tell you something? Yes, you may. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> if you read too deep, you could easily lose faith in humanity. Not from the news, because I don't even watch the news anymore. No, can't go there. Just from comments. <laughs> and I got to tell you why. That's why you're at the front of the horse and I'm behind you. Yeah. I won't read them. No, you're so and, good and, at and it. Let me tell you, you shouldn't you care. And, and the thing is, I'm, fuck I'm, off. I'm Teflon. Nothing bothers me, but I always right. read them for educational purposes. But here's what I've realized, and I'm not going to get into the people who are just ridiculous and obviously it's silly. Know, it's just silly. Yeah, they need to sleep and go okay, back to school. Yeah, but it's not that. It's the people who will comment and go, "Theo, enough's enough. You have to cut your hair." I'm working like I don't we talk about it every episode. I'm playing a character. That's number one. So they'll go in about like my physical, like Theo, please eat. Theo, cut your hair. Theo, get some sun. And I'm like, but you do understand continuity of character, right? So there's that. The pillows was a great example. Kim, yeah, the you pillows t- in the background, and the way you subtly me. threw it in this week it was so beautiful. You didn't want to hurt my feelings. You were going, yeah, so cozy. Yeah, I get this comment. You know, it's like you know, someone pushed off with the pillows in the background. And you talked about the bread you weren't eating that, and I thought, wait a minute, did he sit my pillows? They're bothering somebody. What the fuck do I do? I moved that orange pillow oh, right there, and I moved it. There you go. It's so, but here's, but here's the thing that I'm thinking. This is why I meant losing faith in humanity amongst the reasons why I've lost faith in humanity many, many years ago. But this is one of the reasons. How could you comment on anything if you're not fully listening to it? So it would be, what I mean by that is this. If you say, Theo, cut your hair or, or, or Theo gain. That means you're not listening to the show. So, and I remember I sent you this comment the other day. Someone wrote, Hey, listen, guys, you know, listen, it's a great show, but you really, really should get DL on. They wrote that on the episode that he was on. Mm. So it's like, did you listen to the episode or did you no. Just comment? No, they didn't. It's wild. This is a wild world we're living in. People are shooting from the hip without even looking oh. at the target. All I know is that we have so many fans. Family is growing and growing and growing. I can't keep up with Twitter. I'm, I've almost stopped. It's impossible yeah, now. Um, we're doing the best we can. We're on once a week. We're going to be on more coming up. 
Yeah. Um, we love everybody, but love trust it. me, when people ask me, when people throw this stuff, follow me, please follow. I, I actually don't even know what to do about any of it because this is what I go by. You ready? I can't tell you how to succeed. It's the best. But I can tell you how to fail by trying to please everyone. Yeah. Can't do it. You I know just, who you are and so do I. Yeah. I know who I am and so yeah. do you about me. Yeah. And that's all we can control. And we love people. And we're we love fucking going to talk about potlatch happily. Yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait to talk about potlatch. And also the fact that I can't. There's a couple of things I can't wait to talk about. Um, Good. Yeah. And I'm going to get right into it. Um, you get a bouncing one. step. I love it with you and about. You had oh, a couple yeah. of hard weeks of no, night shoots. No. And no, I'm coming to an end and- now. I'm coming to the end now. You're, no you're, more. you're around the corner now, son. I'm around the corner. I was I was a little tired last week, and I got I got some fire in my belly right now. <laughs> 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 no, you know what it is. I'm going to tell you something. I absolutely think that I that we're in such a good place. Like everything's starting to open up. People are, you know, thank God the numbers are going down. We're starting to make some turns. I got my first vaccine last week, Theo. You got your first vaccine. I'm hoping to get one once I finish. You get home. You will. Yeah. You know, and, and again, I know people will be like, Oh God, you're getting a vaccine. You're doing this. Why would you do that? Here's my advice to you. Stop giving your opinion to anyone. Unless you have know-how of something, like knowledge and experience, this is what I teach my kids, so I'm going to tell, tell this out to the world. Your opinion is ultimately fantasy, because ultimately, if you don't have experience in something, it's false. It doesn't exist. It's just your opinion. So it's like if someone asked me about something, what do you think of, uh, I, I don't know, anything. Uh, what do you think of NASCAR? I would say, I, I don't know anything about it. Well, what do you think of it? I would go, I don't watch it. But how do you feel about it? I don't know. They want something that I'm not going to give them because I have no experience. Now, if I watch it every single weekend and I have a fan, I would go, well, let me tell you, in my experience, it's pretty cool. I love the way Petty's going around or whatever. I don't even know. I'm naming anybody, right? But the thing is, is that that's the difference between. So if you say you got a vaccine and then someone goes, oh, do you know what that is? That's this, 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 and this. That's their opinion. And they're getting themselves worked up over an opinion. It's you made your choice. They're making theirs. Just keep it, keep it, keep it in your suitcase. That's your choice. And, 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 and again, I'm not going to, I'm not going to worry one way or the other who doesn't or who doesn't read right. in that. I'm not going to worry about that. I can only worry about me, my family, what the scientists are saying, what I, what I do know. But it doesn't, but it doesn't matter. It, none exactly. of that even matters. It's exactly. just so wild. And what I'm trying to get across to people is that they're living in these opinion states with no experience. And I urge you, I urge you as, as a human being on a very short journey to go experience more things so you can talk about them yeah. as opposed to having just opinions with no experience. Because that's that's what's kind of doomsdaying this whole thing that's going down in society is everybody's acting out of opinions. Now let's talk about some knowledge. Pretty awesome that the that the uh, to switch gears here that all the Sam Fam stuff's going out, all the gear, uh, all the Caesar standard stuff has been shipped. Everybody is. I know some people have even gotten theirs already. So yeah, on that, pretty awesome. Pretty great. We are rumbling towards finishing the first three seasons, which is crazy because I feel like we just started it. So we're getting real close to that season two finale, which we'll have our special guest on. I know everybody's making their opinions of who uh, he or uh, or uh, she is. And uh, it's fine. We're going to say it uh, next week. Oh, next week. We're saying next next week. week? Yeah. So we're saying because the guest comes on not today, not next week, but for the finale. Oh, got it. So we'll okay. talk about it next week. We'll talk about it next week. So that's yeah. pretty awesome, right? We're excited about that. And then um, and then we're gonna start season four, five, six, and seven, which and can I just say blows me Theo, away. that for me, and you know how old I am and how hard this is for me being, being a dinosaur. Bonnie Rubble. The thought, I actually shed a tear. The thought of a month from now, you and me going, okay. Episode one. 
season four. four. Oh, oh, wait. And then the next week. Okay. Episode two. Season, season four. four for me, like for this episode, uh, I, I wanted to watch a couple before and we can't I'll, I'll tell about it when we start, but it's going to be easy for, for everybody. But man, oh, man, bro, your idea, my idea, our idea of bouncing all over from 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 rock to rock in the pond, from show to show. It was awesome. And the, and the fans loved it. And now we're going to make it super easy for everybody to keep yeah, up. Yeah, I just had them. Here. I just had them go relabel all the ones in the audio. So now they can go back and like oh, find. Good. Yeah. And then on the YouTube, you good, can smart. All the seasons are in playlists. So if you want to go back and like watch while you're watching the show as like a companion. Um, and and that's it on all the on all the uh, the stuff coming up. Basically, obviously, we know we're uh, exploring and we're going to launch that Patreon page in, uh, I think, next week. I, listen, man, you're Theo Rossi. I'm Kim Coates. You tell me what we're doing. And I think I, I think we sure. might do it next week. It's going to be like a soft launch and it's going to be our own show outside of this, which I'm really excited about because there's some really cool stuff going on in there. Um, so we're going to do that just because we like to uh, me too. Yeah. So we're going to do that. And just for the other uh, people who aren't apparently listening with both ears, uh, this show's not going anywhere. Someone wrote some hostile comment was like, oh, good luck. They're doing this. And they're finally they got too big and they're taking it down. But I just stop yourself. Stop yourself. Listen to yourself. Look in the mirror and listen. This show's not going anywhere. We're doing the same exact thing. Nothing's going to change except it's going to be better. Kim's yeah. going to look better every week. I'm going to actually have a tan at one point. I might even have a haircut. The shocking, the shocking thing is, is when I, when I get out of LA and I go to my next location, this microphone <laughs> coming with <laughs> that little zoom, little ring light. It's coming with That's these right. blue eyes. They're not going nowhere. They're coming. They're you coming. Know? But what the, but what's successful about you and me, Theo is People around the world, I guess, really like it. People Apparently. around the world want more of it. Yeah. People around the world are going, Theo, Kim, could you do a couple extra little things and come on, to, uh, come on to this Patreon, come on to that, and advertisers are coming up. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. In fact, it shows growth. And But we're not going anywhere, man. And I, no. I, lo- I love our fans, as I know you do. What does my shirt say? Optimist. Optimist, Kim. I'm an optimist. No, let me tell you something, bro. I'm optimist prime. For you to stay freaking optimistic after not eating anything for three months, we're learning from you, son. We're learning from you. I know. I know. I hit my lowest the other day when we had that scene that you know about that you saw the pictures of. And and I'm actually not going to start eating you, but I have them on my phone, peeps. Please. My little boy at 152 right there. I got the eyes of blue, but he was 152 and Oof. he is freaking bone, skin, and talent. And I can't fucking wait to see that scene. Jesus Christ. People and and you know what? It's all good. This is this has been this has been one of I mean, we talk about things coming out of all this. I I always try to look at all the positive stuff of everything. Have and to. You and I have been everywhere over this sure last have. year of the pandemic. And uh you know, the thing that came out of this is this incredible, you know, whatever we're calling it, Sam, fam, fam, crow, family, family, whatever. Yeah. It came out of this and this community that we always talk about. But more importantly, the fact that we're able to watch this show and have a deeper understanding of what people love so much about it. Yeah. To have a deeper appreciation for it, you know, um, because, you know, listen, there's an old uh, saying in Hollywood. They say, uh, what is it that? Uh, television is uh, imitation is the sincerest form of television. Usually every TV show imitates another show. Something. Yeah. Sons was groundbreaking because yeah, it had elements of the Sopranos and yeah, it had elements of this and yeah, it had elements, but man, there was nothing ever like it on television. So the fact that you and I got to be part of it and then now sit here and discuss it with the fans, uh, with the family and and then also start this other stuff, the merch, the the, yeah. the the different videos and and this other, you know, the Q&A's we're going to do and all. And when we're back out there doing the appearances, 
I'm really excited about that. And then with the other show, we get to just talk about our lives outside of it, what we're doing now, yeah, but more, you know? So again, and if you're going to join on that part with us, great. That'd be awesome. So we have four, five, six, seven, four seasons. Four seasons left. Four. Come on. Four times 13. Come on. 52 more shows, 52 more weeks, peeps. Everybody relax. Boom, shakalaka. Everybody get a massage. Kick your feet up and relax. (laughs) (laughs) Did you look? Did you look up the title? Uh, So, no, I I thought it was a version of Potluck, but it's Potlatch, so maybe you can tell me. It is exactly a version. Can I just tell you exactly what it says? Yeah, go ahead. Among North American Indian peoples of the Northwest Coast, an opulent ceremonial feast at which possessions are given away or destroyed to display wealth or enhance prestige. Got it. And, you know, these incredible, beautiful Native Americans in this beautiful country of, of where, you know, where they came from and what they have and their ceremonies and their, 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 their belief in animals and mysticism. their connection to the world, their connection to the world. They were, is, they were way, way, way ahead, ahead of every single of every eventually. Single and I hope eventually we get there as a people because we, we were they were way Joseph ahead. Campbell, baby. Yes. The power of myth. Read it, people. Read it. It'll change your life. Anyway, here we are. And we'll talk about that title on the very last scene of this thing. So let's go. I, I want to say, Theo, that <clears throat> I just want to remind everybody that this thing started uh, with we just finished that incredible episode when we were all in jail, wearing the orange. You were keeping your sphincter closed. Yeah. You were very funny in that episode. Jax had that incredible scene with Stahl. Pearl had that incredible scene with Stahl in the prison. Yep. Think, things were. I had a scene with Stahl that was cut. Yeah. We talked about that. It's on the DVD. Um, yeah. Oh, is it on the DVD? It is. You can probably find it on the YouTubes. Okay. Great. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's how this starts. All right. Yeah. And, so. and, and ultimately, you know, this is a, a one off. Our DP, our director of photography, Paul Maybaum, he directed this episode, never directed yeah. another one, never directed one before it, never directed one after it. Uh, whatever that means, I don't know. Um, this, this was a, uh, so it was a little bit of a different episode, different vibe in a way. Um, it opens very, up. Very, very different vibe, very different writing in a way. Different very vibe. Very different. It was choppy. The writing was choppy. The things were choppy. Yeah. We, we, we were trying to find some sort of rhythm to propel the last four or five shows I felt with this episode. Very, very tough. Yeah. Episode. I don't want to say I disliked it yet, but I, I definitely, it didn't feel as, I was definitely not as into this episode when I watched it as I was. Now, that doesn't mean anything because I'm, you know, I've been in lockdown uh, for full lockdown. So it opens up with Jackson Tara and the journal yeah. Yeah. Uh, talking about change. He's all marked up from the previous episode fight. Um, you know, the journal, the journal, she read the whole thing, whole thing. She wants to talk about it. He doesn't, he wants to just say that I know, and now, he, you know, and, but he did have a very calming influence over Tara. He really wanted to put her in a very calming state of mind saying, I've got this. Yeah. Change is coming. Guns are going to get put away. How untrue that turned out to be. But he is trying to calm her down. And I appreciated that about the scene. So that cuts right from their talk to when they do those parallel cuts, which is to Clay and Gemma's talk, which is obviously very different because it's talking about that. He knew the day was coming where Jax was going to challenge him because of JT. Um, That ghost of JT lingering at that table. Right. Yeah. And then Gemma, her way, which is, you know, I, th- I, th- I also thought is pretty heartfelt is when Gemma starts to feel that heart, that heart rate go up and starts to feel that things are, might go out of control. Her first thought is get everyone together, together, family like that Sunday like dinner, that. Sunday dinner, Sunday dinner, which I know I all love about. those Sunday dinners. I've been at your mom's house plenty yeah, of times for those Sunday dinners. They're the best for yeah. family, for connection. Put the yeah. phones away. Yeah. We do that with the boys. I mean, you know, I'm, I know you did it with the girls growing up, but we yeah. do that. There's no TV. There's no. no phones. Obviously, they're too young for that. We have a little music playing in the background and uh, and we just talk, 
even yeah. now that I've been here and my dinners every night are FaceTime with Fantastic. them, you Fantastic. know, and that's, that's an important part. So the fact that Gemma did that again, and I always say this, man, Gemma might've been the one she's, you know, she was the answer behind everything. She was, you know, the, the, the marionette puller, she did everything. But at the end of the day, fuck, Gemma just loved her family and she yeah. really wanted everybody to stay together. Um, then it cuts to Jackson Hale talking about the Stalin Zobel Alliance, which and, I forgot about. Well, I, this was a perfect time. I call them recaps. I call them. These are for Kim Coates, everybody. Yeah. Let's just get it out there as to the stall, the FBI, the ATF, Zobel. All, how are they related? The Irish. What do we want? What do we? This is called a, a pick me up review scene of this is where we are in the season with the shit that's gone down so fast for some of us when we watch it. Mm-hmm. This is just a recap. And I and these are the boxes. We're going to check this box, check that yep. box. That's what this scene was for. And how dangerous they are to the whole thing. And then we no cut doubt. to, then we cut to, I mean, I got to tell you, and I love how fast it's moving in the beginning. That taking half sack scene is Wonderful, because, again, it harkens back to when we used to do this, the, the comedy stuff. Um, go ahead. Tell me, because I love, you I love and, the bar and, scene. And, I love the different locations. You, the reason why you and I are so close as friends, no matter how much we slap one another with love. Yeah. Those clubhouse scenes, the clubhouse scenes mm. in the clubhouse, not the chapel. Chapel are amazing in their own way. They're fun. But the clubhouse with the pool table, the bar. You with the, the the things, the underwear up on the wall and stuff. I'm telling you what, those scenes were some of the greatest times because they go, okay, so now we're going to light it. And you and I would just go sit down on the couch. Yeah. We'll have the next do last Literally night. right while they're lighting. Like, while, while they're lighting, we wouldn't even yeah. leave. We would just stay, feet yeah. up. Charlie would join. And that's back when we were like smoking cigs on set. Oh, my stuff. gosh. Yeah. So, yeah. listen, that scene with Bobby... And me, you know what I'm saying? I'm like sort of, you know, gay curious when Bobby goes gay curious. That all that stuff that Tig had this. Let me see him. Pull him down. I'll show you mine. You show me yours. I mean, it was just some of the most wonderful, fun, weird. Weird. But you know, when when we would run into real one percenters, you and me after all those years, and they would go, Boy, that show was unbelievable. But boy, we had a lot. Like sometimes more fun in a way. Like we didn't. It wasn't as violent. Yeah, and that way, and that's what they always said. And those were the scenes that they usually loved the most. Was yeah. the ones when everybody was yeah. just shooting the shit and hanging yeah. out. But what I love about that scene is at the end, there's a button. Well, no, Jax rolls in, but there's a thing before it where Donna's mentioned by Bobby, and there's some great cuts there because he mentions that Clay's mad about Donna. It has to do yeah. with the Donna killing. And Opie goes, what would Donna have to do with anything? Yeah. And they cut to Tig. Yeah. And you're there like, oh, fuck. Right. Yeah. And, great cuts. And, yeah. Great cuts. Great in there. cuts. Yeah. And you start to realize that, like, what does Bobby know? And then what is the? And it starts to kind of go. And you realize that everyone there is kind of uh, doesn't know what's going on. Correct. They all know their own version of what's going on. Correct. Tig is, again, this is it. We're going to get into it, but this is a really different Tig. Yeah, we, we're going to get into that with me and Pro and coming up here and what they more showed. Alex. They didn't this show. is more Alex than Tig. Alex. Yeah, this is more of an Alex episode. Isn't that interesting? Definitely mm. more Alex. Tig. Well it's not Tig anymore. Good. No, I love that. So Clay and Oswald, he gets there. He while you guys were there, he's plotting and planning. Uh, again, he Clay. I got to tell you, Ron. I know that was his choices. He does a lot of scenes with his sunglasses on. It's all I talk about. In fact, I'm going to tell you an Adam Sandler story coming up about sunglasses. Please um, do. I'm gonna. So yeah, uh, Pearl, great. But sunglasses were on the entire Kara, Kara, Jacks, um, Sandler. I got to tell you, and this has to do with it was in Vancouver, mid '90s. 95, 96, right in there. I think he's doing that big golf movie of his. Yeah. Uh, uh, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. One of my favorites. One of my favorites. I'll, I'll never forget this. We stay in the same hotel. Why won't you go in your hole? <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> yes, he sounded just like him. And I walked into the elevator and there was Sandler with another guy. And he had these black sunglasses on. And I remember walking in, coming from outside, which was which was not even that bright. It was just a cloudy day. I walked around. I don't have sunglasses on when I'm inside. And I remember going, walking in the elevator, 
And Sandler went, he goes like this, he goes, hey. And I went, it's pretty bright in here, huh? And the smile on his fucking face. And I, I he never took him off. And I went, hey, back. But I said, it's pretty bright in here, huh? Meaning, I know he, like, are you trying to hide? That's the Jack. Everybody got that I mean, from Jack. It's from Jack, right? Jack Nichols- Nicholson is the only person that can do it all day. They can do it. Caruso did his own version of it on CSI Miami. Trust me, we worked with that guy. I know. You know all about it. But (laughs) no, here's listen, I only bring that up for one reason and one reason only. The eyes never lie. We've talked about this a thousand times. It could be the name of a show. But they really are everything, right? They're these jewels that are somehow in our heads that we don't even give ourselves credit for. They're amazing. They're these amazing works of art, but they also tell you every single thing that's going on. I feel that in acting, I like to see them more. Now, if it's a brief thing, I don't mind it. But if it's an over-minute talking scene, I'd like to see what's going on in your eyes. And I also feel in life and maybe i'm wrong because i'm not a big sunglasses guy are you you are oh well it's because i have my, my blue eyes i mean that's part of the reason why ron you'll see I, I i wore mine outside as much unless i was talking i would always flip them up to the top because i'm like you i want to show my eyes i want i want yeah i want you to see my eyes that's how i emote but pearl pearl has the same eyes as me they're they're light blue and so the sun doesn't do well more. yeah yeah so so again, I just, I always find it interesting because it takes me out of a scene as a viewer. Like I go, I can't, I don't know what he's even talking about because I can't see it. Cause I'm always watching the eyes. And I was speaking with a director recently. That was really awesome. What she said, she said, I, when I'm watching things, yeah. if I want to see if it works. I shut the sound. Oh, that's cool. She goes, that's how I know if a scene worked. I've shut the sound and I that's watched cool. the scene and I just went, fuck. No, that's so cool. That's the move. That's so cool, man. I know. So I thought that was really cool. So t- uh, that's their thing. Um, you know, uh, now we get into Jack's rolling into Caracara. Caracara. Caracara, uh, Caracara, whatever it is, broke in. Obviously, I forgot totally about the stuff with the dog. That made me super angry. Um I can't believe that we did that. I completely forgot about it. I can't believe that we did. Like, I mean, sons of yeah, that made me really angry. But um, they actually showed it on the show, and like, they showed it. Why would they do that? I don't know. That bothered me. Um, and it, it bothered me. It Obviously, it wasn't a real dog. You know that, people. You all know that it wasn't no, a real we all dog. Know that. It was but it was super unnecessary. Fake. But could super have unnecessary. Super unnecessary. Couldn't be more. But again. I mean, when you're showing dead bodies, know? you know, people will say, well, you show dead bodies and faces. And I say, yeah, but I like animals better than people. So I don't give a shit. Kids and um, animals, man. That's my, that's my deal. Yeah, that's Kids a, and so animals. Please. Mm-mm. You don't need to again. But so Luann's there, this is going to get really interesting because we're going to tell Luann's uh, story in a minute. Um, it's Georgie. He's not paying attention. Georgie being played by uh, uh, Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. And this is his, his intro, right? Right. This is his intro, I think. Right. We haven't seen Tom. This is the first time. Right. I don't know. Peeps, let us know. No, let me no, know. no, 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 no. Have we seen preview, him already? No, in the preview, you see us bash up his place. He's already been warned. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He's already been warned. He's not listening. He doesn't okay. care. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah. He doesn't care. He he's not listening. We've already busted up the place. And this was his way of being like, do you know who you're messing with? This is the retribution, right? So he does what he does. He steals the $10,000 camera. He steals this. He does that thing to the dog. So right from there, Jax is obviously furious. Um, taking clay, going to meet with Lynn. And this is where we really get to the Alex stuff. Um, this is big for us because Chucky became such a large part of the show. And this is his comeback. So tell me about that, because I didn't even realize Lynn was on the show this long. Oh, yeah. Lynn was great. He was an incredible actor, really, really fun guy to be around and, and so freaking good. This is the beginning of, you know, uh, you know, Juice since- took Lynn's soul down the road. Juice did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Very, very sad, but very well done. Yeah. Um, to that. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, I think that this is a moment in the show the arc of SOA where Tig was a bit uncertain with, you know, bullets before brains. Mm. He was a bit uncertain since the 
tragic death of Donna, maybe who he was for a minute there and a half. And he's working with Opie again and trying to deal with who he is and Gemma's being so weird. And, and we don't know what's going on with her. And we find out anyway, my point is this is a scene that was written for me a bit off, meaning there were just a sprinkle of uh, when we leave that, that um, luncheon, that drinking water uh, in that Chinese food restaurant and we go to leave and Chucky's there and Ron wants nothing to do with Chucky. And I basically save his life. And there's a standoff where Clay looks at Tig. We don't say anything. No one says anything, but there's a standoff. And I, I thought that's really weird. I, I kind of remember that day, but that's a really weird standoff. And, it, and it's like me not listening to him. I'm going to say, what do you mean you're saving Chuck? What do you, I just said no. And now you're, you're going to take him back. He didn't say anything. And that plays into a few scenes coming up when we're in that, you know, a little bit of a shootout, which we'll get to. But yeah, I think I think that the the mechanism, for lack of a better word, they were trying to show a lot in one scene. <laughs> Lynn needs guns. He's going to overpay. Chucky's being reback introduced. He needs his life. He's going to be killed. He need, really yeah. feels that. His fingers have been cut off. Like, let's not Correct. gloss over that, right? That's a pretty good, big deal. Good point up, yeah. Um, Opie gets the call about Cara Cara. You are obviously different. And I'm like, man, that's a lot to pack a into lot. a four-minute scene. That so was a lot. You're trying to decipher, for me as an audience member, I'm like, what? Wait, what? Who? Couldn't you read more? It was so confusing took- to me. Confusing. It took me three scenes later to realize that he had yeah. gloves on his hand because he didn't have fingers. And I was yeah. like, oh, shit, they cut his hand. And three scenes later, I'm in the parking lot and I'm not being able to back up Clay. Oh, that's what that means. It was too too quick. Too jumbled. Short. It's silly. It's silly. Yeah. And, and you know what I mean? So it got me to that point. That's when I started losing interest because I was like, what are they doing? What's going on? And now there's a shootout in the middle of the street. So, okay. Um. Obviously, the big change to Alex, <clears throat> excuse me, Alex Tig is the Donna situation. So Chibs is in the hospital. Um, first time we've seen him since the, uh, the explosion. man exploded. Yeah. We meet Fiona for the first time. Who's going to play in, yeah. integral part coming up. Um, we find out that he's still married. Yeah. And all that's happening. Um, and he obviously has anger towards her. So this is. What everybody should think about here in an ensemble piece, this is the building of an arc for him. You're building in an arc that they're going to test out, which is yeah. might work, might not. Right. And what happens if you notice on Suns and if you watched it enough, or even if you've only watched it once, they sometimes introduce arcs and they don't go for long, or they sometimes introduce them and don't even wrap them up. They just kind of come and go. Or if you're really lucky, they sometimes introduce it and it goes till the end. And it you know? really goes and goes and, it and goes. goes and it becomes Good. it becomes for metaphorical a tattoo on that character that he wears forever. Right. Yeah. Um, that was one that got brought in that I think Kurt was thinking season three already. He was. Yeah. That's fascinating to me. He was. That's they they, they actually passed him going and being able to go with the Irish storyline kind of early on in season two, when the numbers, when what happens to Gemma in that very first episode yeah. with our, our numbers. And it was now becoming very crystal uh, clear to all of us that we, we might be on a hit show. Like, yeah. And then Jimmy O's even mentioned in this episode. Yeah. So like they're, 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 putting they, the they're already, yeah. Where we go to the crumbs, their crumbs are going down. Yeah. Right. I, I, and, and to me, as I sit back, I think about like, wow, Jimmy O wasn't even cast. There was no, no Titus Welliver at yeah. this point. You're just mentioning names. You're just putting yeah. names in the air, exactly. um, which is wild. So then we go to uh, Jack's Bobby and Luann trying to figure it all out. Right. Opie wants to get Georgie. I got, and I got to tell you, Bobby's trying to do comedy. Th- th- this is where, again, uh, I don't know what we were trying to prove in the writing aspect of this scene didn't in work. this show at this time. Didn't work. It just didn't work. It was Bobby was just being, you know, and he, they're all freaking brilliant, but he's trying to be funny in an unfunny situational yeah. tone. There's a dead and, dog. There's, you know, and there's, yeah and, yeah. and Jax was in the middle and Opie's trying to deal. And 
He's talking about he's being funny. Are you boning? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? What? And it's it, it. Here's the other thing that bothered me about it. It's off character. It's, it's not who he off is. character. It's off character. So the, I get it. It's season two. You're still spitballing. You're still throwing things in the air. But that's not Bobby. Why are you doing that? Do it with someone else. Don't do it with Bobby. No, and I bet you Boone was just grumpier and all shit when he got that. I, yeah, he he's thought, like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Well, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. So again, I think that's why it reads. He's still great. He's amazing, but it just reads the writing's false. I know yeah, that's what I, I just said. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Um, the club rolls up on Edmund. He's hiding something. Polly's in there. He's hiding. I have about no it. recollection I've seen whatsoever. None. Yeah. Tell me. I mean, you guys. No, none. How Don't remember guys, it. Can I ask a stupid question? Because yeah. I, like I like to think logical in an illogical world. Sure. You ransacked this guy's living room. Did we? Yeah, that's what it looked like. Uh, there was all these open containers and all that. Okay. I don't. Did he, did he drink a bottle of melatonin in the other room? Why did it take him so long to come out? Why did it take him so long to come out? How long I didn't see. Did I, didn't notice, I didn't for? notice ransacking anything. I just thought the yeah, you said went, that you, And we're there. You're there. And you said, oh, knocking on the door and we're there. Hey, no, you were sitting there? inside the house. Is you were there. You were sitting there. Yeah, we were just sitting there. That's right. Did he not hear you? I, like I said, I, I have no recollection. I've had complete dementia. I have no recollection. Your front, your sound's off. Can you hear me? Your sound's off. Is it on now? Now it's on. Can you please this stop hitting the mute fucking, the fucking mute microphone? Button. See that thing? Just put it down. I didn't, but I grabbed it. I wanted to show you something. I Don't grab it. Hit it the fucking like mute button. Is it on now? No, I hear you. Okay, good. Okay. So we go back to Fiona and Gemma. This is interesting. They're immediately confrontational with each other. Yeah. Uh, we find out she's Chib's wife. You know, I just spoiled that before this a minute ago. But also Gemma says something that she's the only person she's ever been scared of. Yeah. Think about that. Think about that. That's wild. It's really, really wild. Because they never played that angle. Um, they, they might have a bit in season three. No, there was that one scene that we reviewed where like everybody they were on the kitchen every, with guns everywhere. Yeah, everybody was like MI6. Like it was like, what, what, what is going on here? <laughs> how did the these, weapon part four. How did they get into spec women. ops, these guys? Yeah, everybody's in Marsoc. No. Yeah. Beat it. Silly. Um, okay, but they didn't really No, but again, play. good for you. It's 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 like we're gonna we're gonna throw another crumb. See, don't screw with her. Jimmy O, who's that? Only woman I've ever been scared of. Oh, da na na na. Boom. Yeah. Hammer drops. Yeah. So Chucky walks into Georgie's. Mutilation fetish. I'm sorry. I just love that. I love that so line. Funny. It's so funny. And when you give you give Michael something like that, it is on. Well, it I got to tell you my favorite choice that he made as a character ever. And I could talk about it forever because he's done it multiple times on the show. He skips. Oh, yeah. Like. Skip, skip, skip to my loop. Chucky, skip to my loop, Chucky, Chuck, skip to my loop, skip to the loo, my baldy no fingers. Barely touching the floor. Barely touching. He's light on his feet. These are artists. Light on his feet. He's a ballet. He just <laughs> is light on his feet. He comes in like a wisp. And, <laughs> and I love it. And again, this is our true introduction to Chucky. Yes, we met him before. We've we've seen him, but it was a while back. But now he's going to be with us like from here on, right? So we're getting to get a feel of how his dynamic is going to work on the show with us. And I was, I love that scene for him. So Georgie planning something after they leave because, you know, they do the whole thing, the iP- uh, the MacBook and the water and guns are out and everybody's threatening and, you know, whatever. But Georgie's obviously something's going to happen. You don't got to be Inspector Clouseau to know that he's going to do something when they leave. Bad, bad, bad shit. Which is going to bring me to something later. I'm setting yeah. this up. Oh, good. Look at you. So, yeah, I'm setting something up for later. So Gemma uh, giving Tara background on Fiona and Margaret. Gemma gets into the elevator. It's assumed that she is about to threaten her, which we find out she does. Gemma gets on there. Uh, McNally, uh, who becomes such a big character. Uh, Margaret. Gemma. I love it. Yeah, Tara. Sorry to interrupt Theo, but Tara says to 
to, to Gemma. Uh, her name's Margaret Murphy. It's like you and I, I feel like we've talked about, you know, her so much on this show because we just love her character Brilliant. so much. And, and McNally, she did such a great job that to hear someone introduce her, like we've been doing this since June. That's it's like, crazy. Crazy. If, she was, if they had an action figure for Margaret Murphy, I would buy, <laughs> I would buy hospital Margaret Murphy action figure, because I think that she is there one of the unsung heroes acting wise on sons and Katie's real sister in real life. Really, really um, cool. Amazing. Is she her sister-in-law? Cousin, I think. Sister? Cousin. I think it's, well, maybe sister-in-law. No, I think she's sister-in-law. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Who cares? It okay. doesn't matter. Um, okay. So, Tig talking to Clay. Tell me. He confronts him about acting strange. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, was he calling me soft? Was he saying, where's that coming from? Because I saved Chucky. Again, it was a writer's thing to just throw something in there that's going to play out coming down the road. And I know you and I don't like to talk about what's happening down the road, but we've already reviewed some of these shows down the road so we can talk about it. Yeah. I have always said that Tig and Clay was a a disconnect that never got back together when Opie and I are slugging it out on the pavement. And I opened up about, you know, uh, pulling the trigger on Donna. And Clay comes into that whole thing. You all came into that whole thing and, what did you tell him? And I said, I, I told him I, I killed Donna and it was because of stall, but I did it. And, and Clay and I were never the same from that moment. That on. was the end. That was the beginning of the end. Of course, we had scenes together. We had stuff together. In fact, I can't wait to get into season four. Oh, my I God. Know, me too. There's stuff that I want to talk about that we, we didn't quite finish off the way I would have liked to. But that's all right. Um we have 10 leads in the show and it's tough to write for everybody all the time. I get yeah, it. That's a whole episode of the way clay went out. I thought there was a lot that wasn't resolved, but whatever, we'll get to that. I'm not going to talk. Anyway, this was again, just a little crumb and you brought this up earlier. It's a good, good word, actually. Another crumb that we're throwing out there between what's going on with, as you said, Alex, what's going on with him. Clay's going, what's on, what's going on with you? And if anybody's I'm, confused, Tig's first name is Alex. Right. Alexander. Tig. Yes. That's right. Yes. So right. Just when we say the dual personalities, the duality, there's Tig, yeah. who's the trigger man, who's the guy who's balls yeah. to the wall, who's ready to go. And then there's Alex. Right. And Alex is the daughters, Dawn and Fawn, is, is the guy before Tig. So, you know, that's what I always say. Like, there's the character. And then there's the character before the character. So it's multiple <laughs> layers you're playing on there. Um, and I think that after Donna, you started incorporating a lot more Alexander into him. Well, I certainly don't know if I was incorporating Alexander, but I certainly do know that I was trying to incorporate who the fuck am I now? Yeah. What is happening to me? Why yeah. do I have these feelings? What, what, why did that happen? What does yeah. my life actually mean? What's the, I mean, really? Take and that's those. just Kim says that on the normal. That's on the normal. normal. That, that's so that was easy. It's easy to do. <laughs> <laughs> so the Mayans and Nina bar and uh, uh, that again, what was the explanation of this? They go to see the Mayan. No, they go to see the Niners. But the Mayans have taken over the bar. What the fuck is happening? Look, I just go Mayans, Jump Jacks, Obi Bobby, weird short scene. But like, didn't they see their bikes <sighs> outside? Probably. Probably. I, I, I. I'm telling you, man, I'm I, I need a drink right now. I'm just well, do having... the kids call it a plot hole. I don't buy that for the fucking <laughs> life of me. So I was like hard what? for me to figure this out, man. I'm sorry. That was it was that 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 to me was lazy. I, I just didn't like that. So Opie's questioning Jack. Here's another thing that I hate about the scene. I don't use the word hate. Here's another thing I disliked about the scene. Uh-huh. What the fuck are Opie and Jax talking openly with all the minds around them listening about club business? Yeah. What a bad choice. It's Put a bad choice. And, it's, and, and again, when, when Jax uses that slang about we need a bus boy at dinner tonight, why? What's the point of that? Stupid. Like, why would you even say that? Why, yeah. why is that part of the writing? Why is that part of the derogatory 
you know, SOA against the mines. I, you know, I know we're at fighting Stupid. odds here, but it's Stupid. just, it just didn't work for me. This will probably be the one, the one episode that someone listens to a Reaper reviews and they're like, Jesus, they're just like bashing the show. They're bashing the show. Why would they do something like that? Yeah. Margaret. No. And that's exactly how they sound. Um, no, it's that I fucking this scene doesn't make sense in the grand scheme of things. And, and if somebody can tell me different, that no, they, they wouldn't they, have noticed they will. That's all the Mayans bikes outside. There tell should us. be Mayan stuff. Come on. Alvarez tells Jax the truce is off the table. It's off, everything's off the There's table. There's no Uber back then. The Mayans didn't take Uber there. No. But I will tell you, I did love that one line when Jax tells him, you kill me if you want this cut. No, when, when he spits on Jax's cut, it's the first time I can see, oh, yeah, I wrote this down. Like that where the, where the bikes were and the, the back of Emilio's cut, which is the Mayans. I can see that as a TV show. It's the first time I've just really noticed the the whole aura, the film, yeah. the Latino side of stuff, which is really brilliant and fun to watch. Um, yeah, you know, I like, my I, like, I like that moment. Blow so my brains cut, up. We cut to Hale uh, talking Egly. We don't really know what's going on. Egly, we'll shout out the fellow Saskatoon. Yeah, um, Maria, Rough Riders, Oliver, Maria, love her. Yeah, so. Luann gets killed. We find out that the body at the bottom is Luann. Now. I was shocked when I read that in the script. I'm going to tell you a story. Never forget it. I'm going to tell you a story. Otto's girl. What are you doing that for? Well, what's that about? Well, here's what happened. Please. I know, I know the dirt. I know the tea. What's going on? Something just fell. Um, okay. Good. It was you, not me. Get your shit that together. Me. That was me. I'm kicking shit. So what happened was. Luann, played by Dendry. Taylor. Dendry Taylor. They're guest stars on the show. They're not regulars. Even though Dendry did a lot of them, they're not contractually obligated to be on the show. If they get another job, they can take it. She was offered a movie. Oh, that's right. A really good one called The Fighter. With, with Mark Wahlberg Dale and yeah. Mark Wahlberg and uh, I David O. That. Russell directed. And she got that film. And she was offered it. And she said, I'm going to book out because I'm going to Boston or whatever to do That's this. Right. That's right. And they said, well, we need you. And she said, but I got this giant movie with Christian Bale. And got to do that. You got to go do that movie. But I'm on a contract, contract yeah. here. And the answer was, okay, well, if you're not going to be there and you can't film, we need you because it's the Georgia storyline. This would be a good wrinkle to put in. That's exactly what went down. That's exactly. No what pun intended, down. but that's what went down. That's Luan what went down. went down. Luann went down. And well, we, lo- we loved they, her, man. And I loved her. And they didn't even show her body, hence why they don't show her body. And there's she a similar there. character that had happened to, too, coming up. This, and, and you know who that is. Do you, My want, guy. Do you want to whisper it to me? Or? <laughs> no, I'll tell you later. But text it to me? I'll text it to you. Yeah, I'll tell you right now. I'll text tell you. me right now. Hold Sorry, on. peeps, but if you're listening. Yeah, this is what's you can't happening. can't hear what's happening. If you're watching, me. you can't see it. Text me. Yeah. Because I forget. There you go. I just did it. Oh, uh, yeah, man. So the same thing happens. And what, what that means is if you're listening to this and uh, Hollywood's a crazy business. So if you if these uh, we had so many guest stars that if you don't have yeah, and they were also not under contract, good. if you're not under contract and in that six month window, you're auditioning. You're out there. You're trying to pay your bills. You can't wait on the show that you're guest starring on to tell you if you're going to be in an episode or not. You can't wait. This, this is a large show with many, many people, many storylines. Right. And, and we need to keep the storylines going and flowing. And, and sometimes they need to be shut right down. And nothing's guaranteed. No one tells you. Like, they don't say, hey, by the way, we're going to go shoot season two. You're going to be in like six episodes. Be ready. They don't say that. They just you just wait at home if you're a guest star. I was I was the career guest star before Sun, so I know all about it. And uh, recurring guest star, you really have no power. 
The only time you do, and I'll, I'll just tell everybody this, the only time you do is like with, with Titus. He was brought on for one season. That's right. Alan Ark, one Adam Arkin. They were brought on for one season. They knew they were going to be in 10 shows or eight. Hal Holbrook. Hal Holbrook knew those three or four. Yeah. That was it. They're great. It's an arc. We please come and do this. You're going to uh, do seven of yeah. 13. You're yeah. going to do like they give them that. But 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 then That's there's right. the next tier down that doesn't right. get that. That's they right. They basically say stay by your phone for six months. That's right. Now. What happens is you're a working actor in this business, which all most of us, if not 99.9% of us are, is you got you to take the jobs when they come. So hence why Luann's body, we don't see that it's her. It's just the car accident. And that's the way. And I got to say, Luann was a pretty big character, right? Oh, not just, I mean, her and Gemma, the way they sparked at one another. Yeah. They went to the same school together. They were probably around the same age together. Luann was that breath of craziness air. Every time she came to set and what she was wearing and what she talked about and the whole Kara Kara thing and yeah. Bobby, you know, that Bobby sidebar. She was uh, so much fun to see all the time. And, yeah, and, and she was a big character. And she's a great yeah. actress and, and she's Done. got a great, she's got a great career, but she was that, great in the that's fighter, what too. happens. That's what happens. Cause, and again, I don't, I'm not faulting the writers because the writers have to do the same thing. They have to figure out how sure. they're going to make their storyline work. So they go, okay, well, we're going to go this way or, sure. Hey, we're going to go this way. Um, and again, let's look at the positives of when this happened. They kept Opie. Yep. And got, you know, and Donna left. Yeah. It was supposed to be Opie in the car. So this works both ways. Remember that. Um, and look, I was a guest star that got made into a regular. I might have been let go. They could have killed me in the first season. For no I wanted them to. I told them over and I over. Know. Please do I that. know. Me too. Because I knew I saw 20 years in the future of us doing this. <laughs> and I thought, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do see my buddy. I don't want to have people. There's COVID going on. I mean, I don't want to do that. I don't want to have people telling me to get a tan. Yeah, um, come on, please. So. We go to Happy Screaming at Weston, <laughs> um, the shootout. Tig can't pull the trigger. Everybody, okay, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna tell you what happened there that day. Please I mean, do. I remember this day because I remember everything that has to do with any kind of stunts or safety first, or let's not fall yeah. off the bikes. And you know me, I made people crazy from safety first perspective. But you are the it, safest man on set. The, I tried to be, and honest to God, Theo, this fucking scene. Poor Paul Maybaum. We had no time. We had no time. Second unit started shooting the shit. Paul had to come from main unit to come over. There wasn't enough close-ups on TIG, not enough close-ups on Clay, not enough close-ups of what's actually happening here. Who was directing the second Guns unit? I don't remember. Maybe like a stunt guy or something? They usually do. Yeah, it was a stunt guy in the last three or four years. I don't maybe know. Was Norris? Was Norris there at that point? Yeah, maybe. I don't. Side note, Chuck Norris's son was our stunt. Yeah, I don't remember. I I don't remember too long ago, but I just remember not having a lot of time and what they had to to use for a TIG moment where he couldn't back up his president by taking a bullet for him, let alone shooting for him, was an eighth of a second. It just it 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 was just it, it blew by for me. It didn't it didn't really capture it for me. And then Weston asked the ever so famous line, are we whole? Yeah, I forgot that. He does. To this, to this new guy, by the way, that they're going to introduce. Who Was he been around? That other guy? No idea. I just said there's a lot of, I don't want to call it big acting going around, but there's a lot of acting going around. People are acting. In, in that particular scene, it was, it was uh, flying around. Yeah, they were acting. And nobody was putting the governor on those cars. You know, <laughs> nobody had a little flag with governor on it. On nobody cars. put the governor no. on those cars. Um, so, okay. Uh, there's obviously problems within their league or whatever they are. So Gemma and Tara now, it gets heated. dinner. Yeah. It gets heated. Tara comes heated. in red hot, red hot. hot, hot wheels. She's coming in hot wheels and she is. Scorching the earth. Be serving hand jobs for dessert. Yeah. Lila. Just me. Talking like that for Tara's had mean. it. Mean. Mean. The whole, the whole thing was mean. So much tension. Yeah. And then that part cuts to, and again, I didn't, I don't know any of this stuff. We see Zobel with the Mayans. He won't take the money. 
He's playing the long game, which again makes him such a fierce adversary because this guy is not well like, you know, just he's thinking so many steps down the road. Um, and now we get back to this final scene, which I was not in the episode, but I just know that Tig pushes Bobby. So I need you got to tell me what went down here. The reshoot. Okay, the this is thing. what I have written down. Go ahead. Um, I don't know if you can see that, but yeah, all I, I have written stuff. down is pushing and shoving, pushing and shoving, shoving and pushing, and more pushing and shoving. We did that scene in a very confined space at the dinner table where it was Bobby, Opie, Jacks on one side, Happy, Tig, and Clay on the other side. Where were you? Where you should have... You, Pushing and shoving. And let me tell you something, Mark Boone Jr. I just saw my boy last week. You people know that. You you heard that. You heard it through the grapevine. I saw my boy, his beautiful family. And he's a solid individual. He's a solid individual. And if you want to talk about Piney being an immovable object, he is. Yeah. If you want to talk about Booney being an immovable object, certainly with a put, he, he is. And he's like we, a kettlebell. He's loaded. He's like around. a freaking kettlebell. And yeah. we got into it. And um, it got so ferocious and so out of control. There was a lot of ad libbing in there that I don't know if they cut it out or we were Probably. we were yelling and screaming and 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 Opie got pushed over at one moment, one point, and DL's grabbing my cut and pulling me back. It was a shit show. And then at the very end, if I may. The smashing of that plate. I got to talk about that when you're done. I, I just, we, we actually had to come and reshoot it. A week later, we had, to, we had to reshoot the smashing of the plate because of the uh, ferocity wasn't enough or the plate didn't crack enough or the sound was off. I, I don't even know. Yeah. So let me, let, me, let me just touch on this for a second. Hale comes in yeah. to tell everybody about Luann. Yeah. How does news about Luann, dissension amongst the club, yeah, all of a sudden become about Gemma? Well, I she I think, smashes the plate. The camera's on her. I I I, I think I'm going to tell you why, because she was the beginning of the episode's issue of stuff going down with John Teller's ghosts. She's got what happened to her in that first episode. Everything's falling apart. Jax is leaving. She's got to tell somebody she doesn't. And for her to have a potluck, even though it's potlatch, which is even a better word. Yeah. She wanted this to be a coming together of so much peace and harmony and love or something that she needed. She needed. And the only way to stop a bunch of jackals, like we're going to start punching. We're going to start duking it. It had to come from Gemma. It had to come from the matriarch breaking the plate, smashing the meat, and starting to cry. That's the only way these guys are going to stop doing what they're doing. And Luann is gone now. She's dead? Yeah. A pal of hers? Yeah. She, and she's feeling for Luann as well, but she can't talk because we're pushing and shoving. Like, let's talk about Luann Lu now. She's gone. What are you talking What's going you know, you either better fire a gun or drop a plate full of roast beef that's going to smash the shit out of this once in a once upon a time beautiful dinner meeting that we were supposed to have called the potluck. Yeah, I gave the episode like a 6.5. Disjointed. That's all I said. <laughs> Disjointed it pushed the narrative a little, apart. but I gave it like a 6.5. I'm excited to see what's next. Did we already do the next one? Uh, hold on. Let me go to my list. Let's go to my list. Come on. I got one. Yeah, me too. No. We do the next one. Fagan. Uh, yeah, look at this. F oh, Fagan. Fagun. Fagwan. Fagwan. Sure. And then, so we're doing episode nine next week, season yeah. two, episode nine. Yeah. And then we do the finale with our guest. Yeah. Um. So apparently now, uh, because we're climbing up on this YouTube stuff, we have to tell everybody, hey, if you're watching this and you're looking at Kim's eyes, Kim, show them your eyes. Say something. Stop bossing me around. 
Yeah. You like those eyes? You better subscribe. <laughs> subscribe and hit like right now. Um, be part of this channel. There's a lot going on. I have to say all this stuff, apparently. And then um Hey, that's that's what happens when you and me become successful at this. There's things that we're gonna really have to say and want to do say. stuff. And we should we're gonna, do we're gonna do stuff. It's good for we, us. We ain't just futzing around. No. Do stuff. <laughs> so trying to grow my beard back. I yeah, I know, I see it. I know it's coming trying in. To, trying to grow it back. Yeah, it looks you never know what I'm gonna play next, Theo. Gotta be prepared. No, you have to be. You gotta grow it all. Grow so my gotta, hair, gotta grow my beard, gotta yeah, get skinny again, all that shit. Yeah, between roles, you got to go cast away. You got to grow it out. You got to go cast away. Tommy Hanks. You got to go. So um, that's what we're doing. And then we'll go into those, you know, that second uh, tranche or chunk of episodes, uh, four, five, six. And then we count seven as our third and final chapter. Uh, We got a lot going on, a lot to ramp up. Um, Today was a fiery one, Kim. I think it's my new locale. I think it's my new location. No, seriously, it was the locale. It was, you know, you probably had a cookie before you talked to me Ooh, today. You got I can't a little wait. sugar in you. Hoo-ha, hoo-ha, I can't no, wait for that is, Megan's ready to butter you up. <laughs> no pun intended. There's coconut oil. Yeah, coconut oil. Stuff. Yeah. All the beans you eat, all that stuff you beans. you people do that don't eat red meat like me four no, times a day. I'm kidding. No. I don't Beans's eat red meat four times a day. You don't. Once in a while. I'll have a steak once in a while. Just get it together over there. Just, you're not going to look better than me for long. So get it no. together. So no. just relish in this. Hey, Amen. Um, I fucking hey. love you, brother. Love you too. That was uh, that was an interesting, interesting episode to talk about. It was. Honesty first, man, always. It was an interesting, disjointed, well-acted, well-directed, but just it was just disjointed. It's all you can say. Kim, I'm going to leave you with this. I'm going to leave you with three things. One. This is what we do. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Three. Love yeah. you, bud. Love you, buddy. See you, bro. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. You know the deal. Theory Pod, hashtag Theory Pod, capital T H E O, small R Y, capital P O D. If we're talking Reaper reviews, it's the hashtag Reaper reviews with the double R. Go everywhere where the where this podcast is available and go subscribe and follow Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, wherever. And uh, and then if you want to see the videos, go on to YouTube and subscribe to the page. We got some cool stuff coming. Um, like I always say, this life goes by in a blink. So stay up, stay awake, keep being the example, um, and let's keep making a difference. All right? All right. Hey, yo, shout out to my crew, the theory team, the team. Okay. Starting with my incredible editor, Caroline Kawash, to the incredible design skills of Cesar Arvello, to the other designer slash web slash everything, Justin Tordella. Go look them up. Go follow them. Go thank them. They're an incredible team, and I wouldn't be even remotely able to do a second of this without them. So shout out to the entire Theory team, uh, or as we say in New York, big up. Um, Incredible people, incredible humans, and I'm fortunate and proud to have them.